Journeys Group Studio. This is Taking Care of Business. Good day. This is Tommy Tate. And this is George Pate. Taking Care of Business. Today is the week of 4th of July. Yep. And I'm going to try to avoid being political, but I have one thing to say. If you don't think this is the greatest country in the world, leave. I saw I saw somebody posted on Facebook the other day, the new American dream is to leave. Leave then. And I thought, by all means, I will buy you a one-way ticket one-way to ticket. anywhere you want yep. to go in the world, as please, long as you don't come back. Please leave if you don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, enough of that. Um, I, we had our show last week was about the first levels of financial planning with the pyramid. And the level we stopped on was debt service. Yep, debt reduction. Debt, debt reduction. Yep. And because that is a very common um Concern, I guess. Concern for most people. Uh, My partner in crime over here, Mr. Pate, has prepared a show on debt service. So I'm going to turn the show over to him, let him introduce us, and then carry the ball. Yes. uh, My name is George Pate. I'm a financial advisor with the Journeys Group. My name is Tommy Pate. I'm a certified financial planner with the Journeys Group. And hopefully we will be Two weeks. Yeah, I have uh, my uh, final CFP exam is coming up in uh, a couple of weeks. And so... uh, Hopefully, we'll have two certified financial planners. Um, we are an independent registered investment advisory firm in Aden, North Carolina, right outside of Greenville. Our phone number is 252-304-1019. Again, 252-304-1019. Well uh, bear with us for the next couple of weeks as we're kind of getting used to saying that. Um, and you can find us on the web at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Thank God when you change physical locations and phone numbers, you don't have to change websites. <laughs> oh, God, I know. Um, at www.thejourneysgroup.com. Our website has a variety of financial articles that we rotate on it. It has our contact information, including the new phone number, as well as our physical location. It has a place if you want to contact us, if you have a question or want to set up an appointment, there's a little form you fill out with your information and we'll be in touch with you. Uh, it has has links to our social media, to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, and our Instagram page. It has links to our upcoming events. Right now, nothing on the horizon. Uh, upcoming in September, October, uh, will be our retirement workshop seminar. We did one in Edenton, uh, and we'll be doing one in Raleigh uh, in the fall. So keep an eye out for your details about that. Uh, and last but not least, it has uh, the podcast link to taking care of business. So uh, we're on 19 different podcast platforms. So pick either your favorite one or the one that has the prettiest logo. And um, uh, you can listen to a, listen to us on any of those. If you want to hear an old show or catch up on what we talked about in the past week that you missed, that's the place to do it. Um, so like he said, today we're going to go more into debt service and debt reduction um, and, and things to do to reduce your debt things to do when you are deep in debt when you feel like you are just absolutely drowning um because we see a lot of people that uh, i would say is probably their primary concern is 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 debt um and 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 a lot of the a lot of the people that are i'm air quoting now drowning in debt really are not that bad off or they're not that far off from being where they need to be um, by that, I mean that it, it does not take dramatic changes to get yourself out of debt. It doesn't take anything, it, a lot of time. It doesn't take any major overhaul. It just takes a few tweaks and changes here and there. Well, sometimes people, too, get it's kind of like being fat that I can speak from uh, experience on. It's, um, 
it's kind of like people are going, okay, I'm too far gone. I'm just, I'm not even going to try anymore. I, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. I am so far in. I don't even know where to start. And so I, they kind of, they kind of get frozen because they don't know where to begin. And like we said last week, financial planning is like dieting. You take it one step at a time. It's very slow. It's very methodical, but it works. Same thing when we're talking about debt reduction. It is slow. The, the way that you get yourself out of debt is one bite at a time. If well, you, it's actually two things. One bite at a time and only one bite. Yes, and only one bite. Stop, stop all the other biting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If uh, um, I mentioned last week that I met with some friends of mine not long ago that are just, just getting started in their financial journey. And um, I was talking to the wife, and she said um, – she said, you know, I take a look at our, our finances and I, and they both have a pretty good grasp on things, but she said, it is so overwhelming to me. She said, we talk about it, but then I don't even know where to begin. And so I just don't because it is so overwhelming. Same thing with debt. A lot of times people will look at their whole debt picture and it is so overwhelming. They just kind of freeze in place and they don't do anything, which is the worst thing you can do. And so the, the way that you, so anyway, today we're going to talk about some things to do when you're in debt. Um, how much, how much do you think debt has increased over the last couple of years? The, the, uh, the American debt, like oh, in, would, individual I would say debt. Since COVID, probably, uh, I would say 25, 30%. So 25, 30%. Has increased by 394 billion over the last couple of years. Um, the rule of thumb is that you try and never let your debt to income ratio be 30, be over 30%. So if your uh, if your household income is ten thousand dollars a month, again, I'm just going to use easy math. Your household income is ten grand a month. The rule of thumb says you shouldn't be paying more than three thousand dollars a month in debt service. Now, if you're above that, that's okay. I mean, don't don't freak out about that. That's just kind of the that's that's just a nice rule of thumb. That's what the banks like to see. That is not to say that. If you're at 31%, you're in a, you're in the danger zone. You're, you're in an absolute disaster. Just something to kind of keep in mind. Um, you know, 30, 35% is okay. If you're at 50% or above, all right, now, now you're in dangerous territory. So what are some things that you can do if you are, if, if you just don't feel comfortable with what your debt ratio is? If you feel like you are just absolutely drowning and, or just barely treading water. All right. First thing to do, analyze your situation. Take a look at the debts. Take a look at what you owe, who you owe it to. Um, sit down and look at it. Write down all of the debt. Write the you know. Take a piece of paper. Write down every single debt. Write down what you owe, to who, what it's for, the interest rate, and what the minimum payment is. And. and uh, uh, may I also add that it wouldn't be a bad idea while you're doing this, <clears throat> have your partner with you. Definitely. And look at how you got in this position. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you've if got a Visa card that's got $12,000 on it, take a little bit of time and see how the $12,000 happened. Yeah, because that, that kind of thing doesn't just happen <clears throat> overnight. Most most people that are in um, you know severe credit card debt, it is not they went and spent $12,000 on a credit card at one time. It's... Uh, I put four hundred dollars on it this month, and I couldn't pay it off at the end of the month. So I'm, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll pay it off next month, and I just, I'm just going to do the minimum payment. All right. And the other thing too is that people will, um, 
it, that's the first step of taking responsibility for it. Yeah, finding out how it happened. All right. Yeah, classic. Like, I don't know how that happened. Okay, well, you need okay, to find, we'll find out. out. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it didn't just happen on it. didn't happen on its own. You know, you had some part in this. Um, so find out, write down all your debt. And again, I mean, I'm going old school here. Piece of pa- pen and paper. I, I find that writing it down has a much greater impact. It, it just it means a lot more when you write it down versus typing it out. All right. Once you've got that, take a look at your budget, all right? Uh, your what? Your budget. Yes, I know. It's a four-letter word. I probably just caused a dozen car accidents, people veering off the road in horror. But once you write down all your debts, you write down what your minimum debt payment is, all right? Let's say your minimum payments on all your debts is $200 a month, let's just say, all right? And you want to start paying this stuff off. So you got to start putting extra money somewhere. Well, how much extra money can you put? And most people would say, uh, I don't know. Well, how do you figure that out? You write down your budget. You take a look at your budget You or you put together a budget for a lot of people. Put together a budget. Find out um, find out what extra cash you've got at the end of the month. Find out what okay, you Okay, well, suppose I don't have any extra cash. All right. Then it's time to start cutting something. You take, a look at, you take a look at your budget and you find out, am I spending more than I'm taking in? If you are, something needs to change. Either something needs to be cut back or cut out completely to make room for something else because if if you're making minimum payments on debt it's going to take you years i mean five times as long to get out of debt so find some extra money and by finding it i mean cutting back from somewhere to give yourself some wiggle room that's but that's the first step if you don't know where your money is going or how it's being spent you cannot possibly know how much extra you can put on a debt every on on your debt every month so first step is to sit down and analyze your situation. Okay. The next step, consider bankruptcy. This is, and th- this is kind of a, um, I guess an extreme suggestion. This is, this is if you're in, this uh, not is, necessarily if you're in, I mean, we've seen some situations, it is, but we've seen some situations where, uh, uh, divorce happens and one, one person, um, Gets, gets raked over the coals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, it, it's not, yeah, it's not something that you just do without thinking about it. But as, on the other hand, it is a fresh start. It is. And, and, and bankruptcy, bankruptcy is designed to give you a, a fresh start. So if you're just absolutely drowning and there's no way that you can get out from underneath it, I mean, you have, you've cut everything that you can. That's not a bad idea to consider because bank, bankruptcy is not, um, uh, it doesn't have the, the, um, uh, bad taste. I, did you know, oddly enough, that if you have declared bankruptcy, a lot of times it makes you more attractive for lent for borrowing money because you have no debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and so you, it is. It's truly a fresh start. Yes, it takes a little bit of time to get your credit back in check, but you got a fresh start. All right. So that's one option. All right. Go to a credit counseling service. You know, there's a ton of agencies out there that um, whose job is to get you out of debt. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the 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 their whole job is to get you out of debt. Go talk to somebody about this. Call the call the companies. Uh, along with talking to a uh, credit counselor, call the credit card companies and talk with them and say, "Look, I am in. I'm, I'm just. I am absolutely drowning here. What can you do to help me?" Because if you call the credit card company, believe it or not, and make a good effort to to say, "Look, I, I want to pay you back, but I I, I physically cannot." A lot of times they're going to work with you. 
because if if it, even if it means that it takes a little bit longer for them to get their money, at least they're getting paid. Okay, so the worst thing you can do is just ignore it. Because if you ignore it, then they're going to come after you and they're going to take you for everything you got. So call the companies and find out what sort of option, what sort of payment plan that, that um, they'll help set up with you. You know, the worst thing they'll do is say, sorry, there's nothing we can do for you. But again, most of the time, they'll see that you're making a good effort and that you're trying to pay back what you owe and they'll work with you. So don't be afraid to call them and say, uh, I need some help with this. All right. So now we've gotten the big, uh, big dramatic steps out of the way. Bankruptcy, credit counseling, call on the companies. Now what you do individually is prioritize the debt that you need to pay. There are two, two schools of thought, uh, and, and I think both have merit. When you're looking at your debts, one school of thought is that you pay off the smallest debt first. All right. And I tend to subscribe more to that one, to be honest with you. Why is that? Why do you think that? Um, Psychologically, the other school of thought is that you pay off the one with the highest interest rate first. All right. Which, again, there's a lot of merit to that. You pay off the highest interest rate because it's costing you the most money. All right. I tend to subscribe to the and, and either one works fine. I tend to subscribe more to the paying off the smaller debt first because of the psychological victory. Okay, if you're you know, if you've got a credit card that's 29%, 29%, which is the high, I think the highest rate they can charge. And it's got $20,000 on it. Okay. And you can only put $200 a month extra on that credit card. That's going to take you a while to pay it off. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, but it's going to take you a while to pay it off versus I've got a credit card with a thousand dollars on it and I can put $200 a month extra on it. All right. Theoretically, I'm out of debt in five months, probably a little bit less than that psychologically to me the impact of paying off a debt quick quicker has a greater impact than paying off the one that financially makes the most sense what what, what do you think about that i, I think it's different i think it's different for everybody yeah i in my case when i was getting out of debt it was i, I like the little victories so yeah exactly pay the little ones off first and i mean and um <clears throat> you know, theoretically, you should pay the highest debt off first, but it was it was nice going. Okay, that payment's done. Okay, that payment's done. Okay, that payment's done. To me, it helps keep you motivated to keep on that path. If if you can see, oh man, okay, wow, we we just we paid off that credit card that we've had for for two years. Oh wow, okay, that that's a big psychological win. And you'll find that finance, you know, dealing with your finances is all a mind game. And so you know, take advantage of that. You can beat your brain. You just gotta find ways around it. Um, and so either one will work, but take a look at it and see, okay, does it, how would I feel paying off a smaller debt or the higher interest rate? And oftentimes the higher interest rate is the smaller debt. And so I'm not going to say one, it's a one size fits all for everybody, but I tend to subscribe to the small, paying off the smaller debt first, just because of the, the feel good aspect of it. It helps keep you motivated because you can, you can cross something off the list, so to speak. Um, so take a look at that. Transferring your balance, that's that's a big one. Um, again, this goes with calling the companies. Call the credit card company and find out, okay, uh, you're, you're drowning under um, a 30% interest rate. Find out if they'll transfer the balance for 12 months. What that means is you can often transfer your balance from that 30% debt to a 0% balance with or 0% 
break with another company or within the same company for for a certain number of time. Usually, it's twelve to eighteen months as a way to attract a new customer. And remember, as George pointed out, you're making an effort to pay this debt. They will typically most people don't do that. No. So they will. Most credit card companies, if you you know if you're being reasonable, will try very hard to uh, make things work for you. Yeah. The only thing to be aware of this is, again, that 0% rate is for a short amount of time, usually 12 to 18 months. Make sure that you can pay it off or pay most of it off before that time, before that uh, that time is up. Otherwise, you're, you're going to be paying. Uh, otherwise, you're back in the same situation. Um, so, again, don't be afraid to call the companies and just and find out what your options are. Refinancing debt uh, kind of goes along with the transfer in the balance. It's a big one. Uh, call your call your lending agencies call your bank find out find out what it would what it would look like to refinance your car or your house you know um now is it as simple you think as refinancing the the i mean do you like um okay i'm going to uh redo my i'm gonna i'm gonna take all these credit cards i'm gonna combine them into one and get a lower payment it, does that fix the problem? No, it doesn't. What what it does is it gives you a little bit of breathing room, but you still got to make the effort to put to to pay extra towards this stuff to start paying it off. This is just the first step. This is just this is designed to um, get the get the bricks off your chest so that you can take a breath. Okay, this does not fix the problem. If you continue the habits, the spending habits that you're doing, that doesn't help you, and you're going to end up being worse off. So. This is not just an immediate fix. This is just the first step. Again, same thing with refinancing. Just because you refinance and get a lower rate on your house or your car doesn't mean you're going to be any better off. It just means you've got some wiggle room and some breathing room so that you can look around and and find out where some extra money can come from. How can I pay this off? So again, don't think that just because you refi or transfer a balance oh all your problems are going to be gone especially with the transfer of the balance that 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 is that's one thing to really really be careful about because moving it from a 29 percent rate to a zero percent rate is fantastic and you think yeah but if you don't make any changes or try and pay it off before that 12 or 18 months runs out you're going to be in trouble yeah you're right back in the same situation and you uh, typically uh, can't do that over and over and over again as you can see the when you're this is an ongoing uh living process, process. Yeah, yeah yeah Um, so yeah, look at refinancing as well. Cause you know, if if you're paying 5% on your house and you call the bank and they'll, they'll, uh, offer you four and a half. All right. You're saving half a percent. That's that, that may not sound like a whole lot, but that makes a difference and gives you a little bit of extra. uh, Again, it's all, it's all about cutting where you can and giving yourself some, some breathing room. All right. Um, this is a big one. Accelerate payments. Find some extra cash somewhere and, uh, you know, where you can and put it towards that smallest debt or that highest interest rate debt or, or wherever by accelerating those payments. And and this is um, you probably heard us talk about the debt snowball. The way that that works is and, I, and I'll give you a really brief overview. This is if you want to see it in action, give us a call 252-304-1019. Uh, it's really cool to see it play out. I, I love doing it every time for people. Um, the way that it works is you take the minimum payments of all. Of, of all of them, of all your debts. And that's what you make on all but one of them. You pick one, whether it's the smallest one or the highest interest rate. And then you figure out what extra money you've got. Let's say that you can put $100 extra on somewhere. All right. So you take the smallest debt and you put $100 extra dollars on that. 
And let's say your minimum payment on that is $50, all right? So you're paying $150 on that debt. Once that payment, once once that, that debt is gone, you take that 150 and you roll it to the next debt because you're already used to, the, the key here is you're already used to not having that money. Don't get used to having it again. That's how you get out from under this stuff is you don't get used to having that money while you're paying the stuff off. So you roll it to the next one. Let's say the minimum payment on that one is 50. All right, now you're paying $200 on that debt, which is going to make it pay it off even quicker. And so on and so forth. You know, you you can be paying on the on the last debt. Oftentimes people are paying upwards of $1,000 extra just by and and they started off $100 extra. It just it it, it is so effective. It, it blows my mind every time. But look at accelerating those payments or paying twice a month or or doing a principal only payment on like your house or your car or something like that. So take a look at that as well. This is a big one. Stop making new debt. Okay? That is the if, biggest. One. If you are drowning in debt, stop taking on new debt. Get rid of the credit cards. Cut them up. Burn them. I don't care what you do. Get rid of them. If you're drowning, why are you going to add to the problem? If you if you are suffocating under a pile of sand, why are you going to scoop more sand on top of it? Okay? Get rid of the credit cards. Cut them up. We tell people keep one credit card for an absolute emergency. But get rid of the rest of them. If, if, if you've got a massive balance on and, and call the credit card companies and as soon as they're paid off and cancel them. Can you cancel a credit card while you've got a balance on it? Or no, do you, have you to, cannot. But, okay. you, but you can physically cut it up. Yeah, you so, can't so, so you it can't have it. Yeah. So cut it up physically. Get rid of it. And then when it's paid off, call them and cancel it. Get rid of it. And people say, oh, but that hurts your credit. What hurts your credit more? Getting rid of that that line of credit or driving it right back up? I mean, it, it, yeah, you know. I, This sounds so simple, but uh, people don't do that. What were you going to say? I I don't know that uh, closing an account hurts your credit score. It does a little bit theoretically, but not enough that it, not not as much as running the credit right back up, you know? Um, Along with this, and and this is, uh, I would say, um, what you should have done prior to being buried in debt, create an emergency fund. All right. We talked about this last week. Before you start doing debt reduction, you got to have this emergency fund. I don't care if you're drowning in debt. You've got to have a savings program set up so that um, while you're paying this debt off, you don't get yourself in trouble and drive up more debt. Build up that cushion before you start reducing your debt. Because if you don't, then you're going to be right back in the same situation again. So And, and, and use automatic. I mean, set, set this stuff up on automatic so that you don't have to think about it. Um, this is an interesting one. Use cash as much as possible. That that works for some people. Um, well, debit card has been the bane of our existence because it, you don't see the money go. Well, you don't feel like you're spending money when you whip that boy out. Yep. A, a, you know, I, I swipe or nowadays I, I tap. I don't even have to swipe it. Yeah. And so it's even less effort. And so I don't feel like I'm spending any money. I'm aware. I mean, I, I keep track of it, but it's so easy to just swipe that thing and, and move on. Whereas if you've got to pull cash out of an envelope or a wallet, you feel that. I mean, I hate pulling cash out of my wallet because I, when I, I mean, seriously, when I hand the cash over, that's money that is gone. I mean, I'm, I am, I am giving, willingly giving that money away. And it's the same thing when you use a debit card, but use cash as much as possible. Again, this, this all goes back to this big psychological game. Um, this is kind of a, uh, a silly one. Pay your debts on time. What? <laughs> uh, I would say this is good advice anyway, but even if you're struggling you know, drowning in debt, 
make the best effort that you can to pay those bills on time. Because again, if, if you're paying the, if you're paying your bills on time and you call the company and you're just having a rough month, chances are they're going to work with you because you have a good history of, of, paying them on time, even if you're struggling to do so. Again, they are much more likely to work with you if you're making an effort than if you're just paying when you can. Most people will just pay when they can or they don't pay at all. So the companies are just overjoyed when they have somebody that's making an effort to pay it to begin with. All right. And last but not least, and um, don't panic. Panicking is the worst thing you can do. Um, talk to somebody, you know, whether it's a credit counselor or um, somebody like us. Uh, if if you if this if if you're resonating with anything that that I've talked about today, um, you know, you feel like you're just drowning in debt. Don't even know where to begin. Give us a call 252-304-1019. Again, 252-304-1019. We have never seen somebody, and, and I know you, you've been doing this a lot longer than I have, in 40 years that, that you couldn't get out of debt totally in about seven years, right? If, if they do what's required of them. That's the biggest thing. We can put together a beautiful debt repayment plan. But if you don't go home and do it, it's worthless. We cannot make you do it. We can't do it for you. This is something that you have to do. So, well, unfortunately, the, again, um, being in debt, um, being in debt can happen and it's not your fault. Uh, you get jammed up in a repair or something sure. like that. Staying in debt is your fault. Yes. There, there's no excuse to, 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 yet you may have to make a lifestyle change, but it is your fault. Yeah. And, and it is, it is possible. Anybody can get out of it and maybe a little bit painful. But anybody can do it. So, again, if you have questions or want help with this, call us, 252-304-1019. I'm saying that to give myself practice with it. Um, We appreciate you letting us spend some time with you today. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we look forward to visiting with you next week. This is George Pate. And this is Tommy Pate. Taking care of business. The proceeding has been a paid program. The advice and opinions expressed by the Journeys Group and their guests are their own and may not reflect the opinions and advice of WTIB or Interbanks Media. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although should not be relied as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Fixed annuities are insurance products. Fixed annuities, rates, returns, and guarantees are subject to the claim paying ability to the underlying insurance company. Please see a statement of understanding and prospectus for a full detail on products discussed. Strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation and as such is not intended to be a direct recommendation. Before acting on any information mentioned, you should seek the advice from a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine whether it is suitable for your specific situation. Investment advising services are offered through the Journeys Group, an SEC-registered investment advisor.